0: Yeah, they let us say whatever we want, but they they started off with a warning, and I I told him the warning, and he thought that was so funny.
1: <laughs> there used to be lots of warnings. Well, uh, yeah, there used to be like six. Calvin got rid of a few of those.
0: Calvin got rid of them. Oh well, because the, because the police sign was triggering me. Yes, yes, because <laughs> I've had a lot of police trauma for those people who don't listen on a regular basis. <laughs> So tonight, folks... I like the the pink wall in the studio. There's a a poll going over there. Do you want the pink wall? Yay or nay? I said yes to the pink wall. We have a new pink wall. We have some new signs up.
1: Tonight, folks, I'm going to give 40%.
0: Stop. There's only two people here. There's only two people here.
1: Don't make me do 60. Nope. I'm giving 40% tonight.
0: What made you decide that?
1: Because last week, I knew it was going to be just me and Calvin. So I pumped myself up on caffeine before I came to the studio. Got home. Couldn't fucking sleep. So you didn't do that this week? I didn't do that this week. This week, I decided, you know what? Let Lucas do it. I'm going to give 40%. I'm not going to come in here pumped up on all kinds of whatever and give you 110%. Give you 40. I come up pumped up. Yeah, you, you're easily at 60.
0: I'm easily at 60, but I'm kind of tired this week. I, like, didn't sleep all well this week, so I'm kind of tired, but I'll, I'll still I'll survive.
1: Well, let's start with a song.
0: Okay, I'll play a song.
1: Oh, you want to play a song? I got one. I got okay, one. I got after. one ready for you. Okay, great. And I just want to see if you think... This song is what I think this is about. This is Solomon Burke. It's called Don't Give Up On Me.
0: Would I
1: even be gay? uh, I'm kind of thinking maybe this song is about not being able to get a heart on.
2: If I fall short If I don't make the grade If your expectations aren't met in me today There's always tomorrow Or tomorrow night Hang in there, baby Sooner or later I know I'll get it right Please don't give up on me, oh please don't give up on me, I know it's late, late in the game, but my feelings, my true feelings, haven't changed. Here in my heart, I know, I know I was wrong, 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 I'd like to make amends for the love that i never, ever, ever, ever shown. Just don't. Please promise me. Don't give up on me.
1: You know, in the context that I put it in,
0: yeah, it's great. Kinda wonder if it was about that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it's it he's like the next night, if if not tomorrow, the next night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> please, 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 please Please, please, please. I know it's late. <laughs> Don't give up on me. And Solomon Burke is a wonderful performer. Was a wonderful performer. Great songwriter, great singer. But that song. I just think it came out of, couldn't get it (laughs) off. Rachel could not join us this evening.
0: Yeah, she had to wait for, like, you know, they do, like, delivery for medications now a lot. But then they said she had a window of between, like, 8 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. where she had to be awake that whole time, like, waiting for it. They never came. And so she has to continue to wait.
1: And she's texting in, and she wrote, I'm never going to be able to unthink this now. <laughs> yeah, people familiar with Solomon Burke and his music and this song, which is quite well known.
0: Yeah, I know this song, that song.
1: Yeah, it's had hundreds of thousands of views. They're going to just, you're going to hear it differently now. Totally. <laughs> you're just not going to be able to help yourself. 40 percent. 40 percent. 40 percent.
0: Well, you want me to play a song?
1: sure okay yeah we can go heavy on music tonight uh i do want to make sure we point out at the beginning of this show uh crossing points show has been rescheduled for june 13th, for june 13th. it is no longer going to be may 7th we're going to give you some more information on that in a little bit and uh i do want to talk a little bit about, uh, my friend Kimia Dawson, um, who I mentioned recently, she and I have been in contact a little bit more lately. She's with the, she had, she's with the band that had the soundtrack on Juno. I'm blanking on the name of their band. Anyway, she had a tour that just sold out yeah. and she's been going through some medical shit because doctors don't fucking listen to women. Doctors, don't fucking listen to women of color. Doctors, don't fucking listen to women of color that happen to be uh, not the typical American shape, you know, if they have a little extra weight.
0: No, especially, like, there's so much medical gaslighting to anybody who has, and especially for people of color, but... For anybody who's, um, you know, not in the like, their BMI is not in the, the scale where their doctor wants it to be. There's just medical gaslighting and a lot of people die over it because they don't get the proper care they need.
1: And she had a, a basic thyroid panel done and everything came out normal. And when you talk to a doctor about your thyroid and, you, you know, they, they're like, it's not your thyroid, you're fucking lazy, this and that. Well, a typical thyroid panel doesn't tell you everything. And she did a, she dug deeper, and sure as shit, there was a thyroid problem. And uh, you know, fucking doctors, please, we'll we'll go into this little. We
0: don't little, have any doctors who are listening
1: to this show. We don't have any doctors listening. <laughs> I
0: don't think we have any doctors listening.
1: All right, <laughs> then shit. listeners, Guys, uh, just play
0: this for your doctor.
1: <laughs> yeah, play this for your doctor, and 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 just be. Be more proactive. Be more insistent. Go for a second opinion. You know, if they don't, you, you got to do research. Uh, what song are we playing? And then maybe we'll talk a yeah, little bit more play, about we're that. We're
0: playing Closure You Like by Little Nas
1: And is this about not being able to get it up? We're also going to talk a little bit about Change Day. And wo hop.
0: Yeah, change
1: day for sure. That was April twenty-sixth. Four years. Four years means a graduation.
3: Yeah.
2: Like it's always what you like. It's always what you like. Why it's always what you like. It's always what you like. Uh, ain't no more acne, man. That forecast day, I should have just let me grow. No more red lights for me, baby. Only green. I gotta go. Pack my past up in the back, or let my future take a. Okay, I should just let me grow No more red lights for me baby Only green I gotta go Pack my pants up in the back or let my future
1: take a hold This is what I gotta do Can't be regretting when I'm old That's, that was that was awesome. What made you think of that? N-
0: not for the same reasons you, you came up with. <laughs> 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 um, no, I um, I like little Nas. You know, I um, I like little Nas. So do I. But it's it is called closure, actually. So that is appropriate for what we were just discussing. Is um. You know, yeah, we had four years of being in the, in the harm reduction model of um, sobriety. So it's not sobriety, but it's it's compared to what I was doing, it's sobriety. <laughs> yeah, it's same. sobriety. Yeah, I know. Yeah, four years ago, Francis's sister walked in on me, him, and his mom all wasted at ten a.m.
1: Well, that wasn't the time actually that mom was wasted. I don't think she was. No, she
0: she. he I remember the line: "All three of you smell like booze." I don't think your mom was wasted, but she was drinking too. Yeah, We were giving her like nightcaps throughout the night, you know what I mean? Because she was waking up and stuff, and we were giving her nightcaps. Yeah, night it, was,
1: it, was, it was the morning of April 26th, Yay! 2019. The evening of April 25th, I didn't think I was going to talk about this part of it, but why the hell not? <laughs> uh, we decided to party. I knew my sister was coming in at 11 a.m. I was like, you know, we'll have a little party. We'll go to sleep at midnight, maybe two, whatever, and everything will be fine. My mom had an appointment at 2 p.m., And we were just having just the most wonderful time and we decided let's keep the party going. And then we were like, your mom. I think wanted
0: to party too, so we were like, okay. Because at this point, like, she didn't have any really medical problems to like make us say no, you know. Um, She was
1: still allowed to drink.
0: She was still allowed to drink, so we were like, yeah, sure. You you know, who cares? It's like, and she stays up late, so like, you know, like for her to be up, it's not anything. But because we were up too, she was able to get like nightcaps. So I remember, I I remember the line was like, all three of you smell like (laughs) boobs. I will never forget that line.
1: And I felt terrible not because of you know we're adults we're all allowed to do this it's not but what i felt bad about was that i had to get her to an appointment at 2 p.m and for the first time ever i doubted my ability to do so safely and that was when i said i have to change i cannot live this way i was making phone calls to like everyone i know who's like gone through the sobriety thing and i'm calling him, i I can't live like this anymore, and I'm and I'm like right in front of you too, which is like kind of. <laughs> 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 but you were feeling it too.
0: No, I was with you. I had already sort of started my harm reduction, but like it, it wasn't going that well, and then obviously, I mean that was the day that I was like, okay, no, this is, has to like jumpstart. This has to jumpstart. So we 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 graduated from, <laughs> but we, I, I don't think we should say graduated because we still have to do the harm reduction model. <laughs>
1: Well, you know,
0: uh, it, it's, it's... It comes easy to me now, though, and I barely like to drink. I barely like to drink. Like, drinking is not, like, my drug anymore, and drinking was a bad drug for me. It was a very bad drug for me, and, um, you know, I would drink, like, 13 drinks, you know? Like, I, I did not have any, like, any capability to stop, and, like, it never really, like, made me that sick or that drunk, like, because... But that's even worse. Like, you're not that drunk on 13 drinks is, like, a Yeah, I remember problem. your story.
1: You're, like, you're at a bar... And and the bartender or someone was saying, you know, I think you have a problem. And you're like, I've had 13 drinks and I'm not even drunk. And the and the bartender's like, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that was my bosses, my bo- boss, my bosses, you know, like, That's ca- the they, problem. They
0: counted my drinks that day. They they were on the camera and they just decided they were bored. They decided to count the drinks, like to go through the speed through the camera and count how many drinks the times they'd been to the bar. And it had been 13. Um and um and I was like, I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. And they, they I was like, what's the problem? I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. <laughs> And they were like exactly, exactly. You're not drunk, <laughs> exactly. And they also had an intervention for me once about anorexia. It was very sweet. Like, it, like at the time, it was not sweet, and I was very mad. I was like, but they they held an intervention with the girls. <laughs> So you know pumps you should support pumps, pumps is a real place, you know, a real like very good place that um it's a strip club, but they you know everyone who goes great things everyone who works there is extremely smart. It's not like i mean, not to say other strip clubs aren't, I don't go to the other strip clubs that often, but you know the stereotype is that strippers are not smart, and um not every, true. everyone who works at pumps is like incredibly intelligent um and you know um. Some of them have built like businesses as like real performers since going there. I did it sort of at the end of my performance career where I was like sick of not making enough money. And I was like, fuck it. Like, I want to make more money than burlesque gives me. I'm going to go to strip, you know? But um, we don't have back rooms though. So we don't make like that big money that some strip clubs think. Like, and at some strip clubs, they're fucking, you know? And, and that's different.
1: Yeah. We I worked at, uh, I worked as a host, uh, MC, you know, bringing on the acts at a place called the Blue Angel Arata Cabaret which was known for being you know, a far more artistic venue in, in terms of strippers. And, and But it was still a strip club. Yeah. And it it's still like had a back room that had uh, for lap dances and things like that. And I was so naive going in that, you know, I, I remember a couple of times I remember – one performer in particular who went on to be a producer and do great things whom unfortunately we have lost Bonnie Dunn you may be familiar with I, 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 Yes yeah, she worked. I worked for her before Yeah she went on to be she went on to become a boss and yeah, and he worked for her She was wonderful I remember her coming out of the out of the out of the, the the lap dance room extremely upset and I was so naive that I believed that with my skills at promotion I could bring enough clientele in just for the show that the lap dance room would no longer, they wouldn't be room for the lap dance room and it would be all about the show. And it would be, and here's where my naivete comes in. The truth is, that's where most of the people were, where most of the money comes from. Most, of the Yeah. So for from.
0: me, like I wasn't making big stripper bucks because like, but like the thing is, is people do come in for the show at pumps. And like, I made pretty much all my money on, on the stage. Um, and I made enough, you know, and I made much more than I was making as a breast dancer. So it was like, I like tripled my rate, you know, at least.
1: Yeah. Rachel's saying the pumps girls are brilliant and fierce team feral for sure. And you know, there's there's this uh, there's one woman, Stephanie, um, who has been keeping in touch with me via social media, and um, I I put a a picture out recently for World Burlesque Day where I'm just in my underwear, and it's very vulnerable for me to put a picture out there like that, even though you know I am, I did look kind of like a tasty cake. I looked okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, she was. She was like, "I love, love, love this," and I was like, "Thank you so much. You know, this makes me feel vulnerable to put a picture out like this." And she said, "You know, you've, you've, I, I, re- I remember you from the Blue Angel days as just having a very kind soul, and you know, don't feel vulnerable. You look great, something like that." And that was, you know, Blue Angel. I was that was like early '90s that I was working there, and for someone to remember me kindly and. And she has, you know, she's a family person. She teaches yoga. She's got a couple of kids. She's, you know, got her degrees and stuff. And a lot of the people at Blue Angel and I'm sure at Pumps are uh, using this as a job to fund their college tuition. And because there's like, we don't have a
0: lot of college girls at Pumps, but, um, it's just, like, a job before they get to that point. You know, I think a lot of girls end up going back to college later. Um, but, like, while they're, like, there, it's definitely um, more of a scene. Like, and people are, like, involved in the scene. But, like, that's why I, you know, my boss would not let me come back. He's, he really wants me to, like, go and get my master's degree. And, you know, um, he wants me to, like, move on.
1: We're, um you you've we've we've all made incredible progress yeah the the hardest one for me to quit was alcohol that was really tough
0: the alcohol was the hardest for me to quit too, but it um it uh oh god, I had to go to a rehab for that just to like because you know I, I needed to be overseen you know just because like um I think the medically.
1: I should have been. You know,
0: yeah. Yeah, I should have been. With the amount that I was yeah. drinking and
1: the uh, the the how quickly I quit, you know, without tapering off and stuff, it really should have been a medical situation. But I did have a professional who was helping me, who also happened to be a friend for many years, who gave me some very good advice, helped me through it. And I didn't wind up in...
0: Rehab doesn't help everybody. It's just like a medical you need to be overseen. I think rehab does not help everyone. My rehab was kind of a cool experience because like they, you know, like graduated me from institutionalization. So um, they like put in my notes not to send me back to like places like Renfrew anymore. I put in my uh, for, for for the health insurance.
1: Hey, Calvin is listening and he just texted. I'm proud of all of you. Calvin, are you familiar Uh-oh. with okay. Solomon Burke? And will you ever listen to that song the same way again? <laughs> <laughs> if I fall short. If it don't make the grade. <laughs> hey, uh, I was watching a documentary today that came out in 1973 about Jimi Hendrix. So this was like, you know, fairly fresh from his uh, passing. He, I believe, passed in 1970. And I saw his, that one of the clips he was there was an interview where he was being asked, you know, do you got a, do you get a lot of hate mail for your non-traditional performance of the Star-Spangled Banner. And he was taken aback. He he goes, non-traditional? Ah! He said, I I thought it was beautiful. (laughs) And I know exactly what he's talking about because I think it is a very traditional rendition of it, and I think it's very beautiful, and I think that he puts into it more than I've ever heard anyone put into it. Like, for example, and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air... He puts sounds of war, sounds of bombs, sounds of you know what? Let's let's just let's play it.
2: So I played it. I used to, to sing it in school. They made me sing it a school so It's mm-hmm. a flashback. You know, I don't know who it. This man was
1: in the 101st Airborne, so when you write your nasty letters in. Nasty letters. Wow. Well, really well, when you mention the national anthem and uh, talk about playing it in any unorthodox way, you immediately get a guaranteed percentage of hate mail from people well, who, is is who a, say, How that's dare. That's not you unorthodox. That's anyway. not
2: unorthodox. It isn't unorthodox? No, no. I thought it was beautiful. But then there you go. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, independent, listener-supported radio. Radio Free's Brooklyn mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work (coughs) in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. If you'd like to listen to RFP when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about the new programming and upcoming RFP events. You can sign up at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Yeah, we have a party coming up,
1: right? Yes, we do. And it's it's uh, open to listeners, right? Yes, it is. What day is that on? That's going to be on May 13th. May 13th. That's coming up. That's not in uh, in the... Uh, it's not in the... Show. Oh, oh, 8th wait, wait, anniversary wait. party, Saturday, oh, May wait. 13th, 7 to 11 p.m. at Sleepwalk, 251 Bushwick Avenue. Uh, between Johnson and Montrose. Would you like to help out? Um, oh yeah,
0: there's something to say. You can can
1: email Rachel C. Rachel C. at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Did you
0: read that from all the way across the room? I did. My eyes are not that good, even with my glasses. Okay, we have one more thing to read. Um... RFB presents movie club at come on everybody on May seventh. Please um the feel free to announce
1: how you want. Oh fuck. I just
0: I didn't read really,
1: this. <laughs> please feel free to announce it the way you want. You're you're giving the stage directions. You're basically giving the stage directions. <laughs>
0: This sucks. Okay, I hate myself right now.
1: Enter stage left.
0: Enter stage. Left. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be kind of like meta if like people came on like and and they just like read their stage reductions all the time while they're doing it.
1: Hey, uh, Calvin says that should be the official Star Spangled Banner, and I agree. And and it and, be. and I'm glad that that uh, I didn't know that his interview was going to be at the tail end of that, where he says, you know, exactly how I had put it. You know that that he was a little taken aback, and he said. No, I don't think it's unorthodox. I thought it's beautiful. I agree.
0: Um, all right, so back to Movie Club. It's on May 7th at, 830%, at 8.30 p.m. Um, it's at Come On Everybody, 325 Franklin Avenue in Brooklyn. Um, and tickets are only $10 and available at the door and online. Um, okay.
1: So we celebrated Change Day. We went to WoHop with Calvin. And I showed him the picture that I had taken of you at
0: Oh my god, 4, I had like I had like a dildo on but I, but that, that wasn't the point. The, 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 it wasn't shocking cuz I had a dildo on, but it was just this like it was a shocking picture because I'm like looking up to the sky, like looking up to God, like my eyes closed and had this like pose and it was so Just so happy and <laughs> so high.
1: So happy as and high and rock. high as
2: fuck.
1: And we recreated that pose at, uh, at, at Wohop. at and I watch I look at that picture and I can't help but crack up. A lot of the burlesque girls liked means.
0: liked liked it. A lot of the burlesque girls liked um you know, Abby liked it and like um some of the other burlesque girls liked it. So
1: I think that was because of you. They're happy for you. They're happy for me. But you know, I went home and I did have I had uh I had two shots of whiskey. Because this is not for me about being completely fucking- <laughs> on your, on
0: your change day. Yeah. I ha- yeah there, there's a beer a in the picture. There's also a beer in the picture where, yeah. I'm, where I'm saying like, you know, I'm because, saying,
1: cause I know I'm not the type that's going to be happy. 100% sober, I'm 100% not, of the time. I'm not going
0: to be uh, sober all the time. That's outrageous. And, and if I do do that, I relapse. When I, try to, when I try to fucking be sober all the time, I just relapse right back into my old ways. But with the time reduction, I don't relapse. I'm, like, I'm very good. Like, I don't relapse. I don't have relapses.
1: We are right now enjoying an adult beverage. It is not alcoholic, but it is a black cherry cannabis-infused sparkling water that we, <laughs> that we split So no, we're not getting messed up in the studio, but you know, we can still enjoy adult things. We just can't. Friggin',
0: you have all the good weed now. Kids these days are so lucky. Oh my god! Like we used to have that like crappy weed, like in the metal the metal bowl. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, moldy peaches. That's the name of the band, by the way. That, oh yeah, uh, Dawson uh, is in, and I think her. I think she. Yeah, and she she just she just booked a. a a European tour that sold out within days, and doctors still won't fucking take her seriously.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like my doctors never take me seriously either. Not, not, not about like for the same reasons, but they don't like. But Kellen Lord is pretty good. Kellen Lord is a pretty good place if you if you are queer, you know, and you are looking for a doctor. Kellen Lord is an excellent place to go. Yes. Although I think they're pretty booked up.
1: Yes, it's, you know, it's it's. Uh, for women, for people of color There's 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 a, a great story Harry Belafonte who we lo- lost Just this week um, He was denied uh, they, they did not let him Rent an apartment in a certain building On the Upper West Side Upper East Side, I can't remember exactly where it is So he, he bought the building <laughs> He bought the whole fucking building It's Like you're saying I can't live here You know what, I'm gonna buy this fucking building and I do want...
0: I did say that once to my landlord, but I didn't have any money to buy it. But I was like, I was like, I just, I thought I was going to sue them or something because they were being so terrible. They are, They did turn out to be the fifth worst landlord in New York City, but I couldn't sue them because the police didn't listen to me about anything. But um, I was like, I was like, I went up to them and I was like, I'm going to own this building, the money I get from suing you. <laughs> I was so confident, but I did, it didn't turn out that way.
1: So, uh, on uh, the day after uh, Mr. Belafonte's passing, um, Kimya posted a video of a duet, which, believe it or not, was Harry Belafonte and my friend Odetta. I never knew that they had done an o- a, 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 a duet together. I wrote to Kimya. I was like, I was like, thank you so much for sharing this. I met Odetta when I was 17. She became a friend of mine. I, had, I never knew that she had done a duet with Harry Belafonte, and here it is, Harry Belafonte and Odetta, A Hole in the Bucket.
3: That was a goodie. Yeah. That was a goodie, goodie, goodie. <laughs> Tell me something. Why can't a mouse eat a streetcar? <laughs> we'll have none of that foolishness. Well, Why don't you go fetch the water? Go do what? Go fetch the water. There's a hole in the bucket. There lies a. There lies a. There's a hole in the bucket. There lies a hole. We'll fix it, dear Henry. Dear Henry. Dear Henry. We'll fix it, dear Henry. Dear Henry. Fix. With what shall I fix it, dear Liza, dear Liza. With what shall I fix it, dear Liza, with what? With a straw, dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry. With a straw, dear Henry, dear Henry, with a straw. Oh, the straw is too long, dear Liza, dear Liza. The straw is too long, dear Liza, too long. Cut it, a dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry. Oh, cut it, a dear Henry, dear Henry, cut it. With what shall I cut it, dear Liza, dear Liza? With what shall I cut it, dear Liza, with what? With an axe, dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry, with an axe, a dear Henry, dear Henry, with an axe. The axe is too dull, dear Liza, dear Liza. The axe is too dull, dear Liza, too dull. Hone it, dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry. Well, hone it, dear Henry, dear.
2: Sharpen it. <laughs>
3: On what shall I hone it, dear Lazar, dear Liza? On what shall I hone it, dear Liza? On what? On a stone, dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry. On a stone, dear Henry, dear Henry, on a stone. Stone is too dry, dear laser, dear laser. The stone is too dry, dear laser, too dry. Wet it, dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry. Well, wet it, dear Henry, dear Henry, wet it. With what shall I wet it, dear laser, dear laser? With what shall I wet it, dear laser? With what? Try water, a uh, dear Henry, a uh, dear Henry, dear Henry. Use water, dear Henry, dear Henry. Use water. In what shall I fetch it, dear lazer, dear lazer? In what shall I fetch it, dear lazer? In what? In the bucket, a uh, dear Henry, dear Henry, dear Henry. In the bucket, a uh, dear Henry. In the bucket, in the bucket. There's a hole in the pocket my
0: life. So we got a text from Rachel um, saying, Do ants eat weed? The ants in our house seem high, and I'm rescuing them out of the weed bag. They might need a change day. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to bring them outside, but they don't want to move away from the weed. I don't know if ants eat weed, but now I'm like, fuck, there's ants in my weed.
1: <laughs> I'm still going to smoke that. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, good way to deal with ants, by the way, they hate peppermint. Get yourself a bar of Dr. Bronner's peppermint soap and just put a line with the soap around the weed. Uh, well, just around wherever they're coming into your apartment, like... They're coming in through, like, the, through
0: the, the, the floor, because the floor, they, like, fucked up the floor, and they, they didn't, the building fucked up the floor, and are, so they're coming in through the floor.
1: Okay, they fucking hate peppermint. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, put peppermint, like... And I might even have some peppermint spray that you guys can, can have, uh... (laughs) <laughs> we still smoke it. Sorry, ants. Uh, let's see. Calvin Williams said the ants might be too high to move. Man, Calvin. One thing I'd love to see is the week where Harry Belafonte took over Johnny Carson's Tonight Show in 1968. I would like to see that too. Only forty. Only twenty minutes left, and I'm only given forty percent. How is that possible? I know. How is that possible? And I do show compassion.
0: (laughs) One time I said to Francis, he wouldn't give me any of his whiskey. And I was like, I was like, I only drink with you because that was part of my harm reduction, and I was like, so, so you need to show some compassion.
1: <laughs> yeah, this was this is I was full on alky. Uh, you had had a, a a couple of drinks, and I was pretending like I was looking out for you. I was like, well, I don't want you to get too drunk, and you. And I was you, like, fuck you. You're like, fuck you. You're just trying to hoard enough for yourself. Show some compassion. Show some compassion. And you had had a really shitty day, and then just out of the blue, like sometime last week, you called me up and you're like. You do show me compassion. Uh. I don't know what it was you were thinking about, but it was nice. Okay, and I have this in my notes from uh, from uh, our upstate trip: shopping while fucking.
0: Oh yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I like I. I've, I've, um, they were having like um, sale on some like men's like. Um, button downs and I like need short sleeve button downs for work and I, I found them on sale like and they, it was like one of those 24 hour sales and it was like three minutes away from like no, no longer being it, like, it, it was gonna be midnight so I was like so I just like didn't stop fucking him I just started shopping as, as, as I'm fucking him <laughs> and I successfully got the shirts <laughs> hey,
1: I don't know what happened to our playing music something happened now I have this screen that says enter password Sleep, restart, shut down, Calvin. I can't play anything on the on the computer right now. What's the password? How do I get back in here? What did I do wrong? Enter password. Sleep, restart, shut down. I wanted to play a song for you. Um. still smoke it sorry ants okay i think i have the password
0: today was the day that tlc um um, released no Scrubs. oh also world burlesque day and our change day is the same day
1: i think i just restarted the computer
0: He gave you a
1: password. Yeah, but I don't think I was supposed to restart the computer.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Oops. Uh, it does say, uh, does it say don't restart?
1: I don't know, but I might not have, maybe shouldn't have, maybe shouldn't have done that. And I just got, uh, oh, no, Francis. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> but that was from Rachel, not from from Calvin. That's gonna take forever. Ha
0: ha! <laughs> That's not funny. I don't think we're playing any more music, but we do well, need to get it back up. I was going
1: to, but yeah, because <laughs> other people need to need to use it. So we also recently uh, lost. Um. Jerry Springer. Oh Jesus, look at all these things that are coming up. VNC server wants to make changes. Can I just write cancel? This version of Google Drive is, is, I'm just, ah, help. (laughs) Cancel? Okay, not now. Okay, that worked. (laughs) Oh my god, what have I done? Okay, well we're back to being able to play music. <laughs> I hope I haven't I hope I haven't fucked anything up. So um I wanted to revisit uh, I wanted to revisit Okay, wait, this is coming from Calvin. It's so I'm so glad I don't panic during things like that. Is everything else? I have everything else and just opens. I have I have everything else and just open Safari. I don't know what that means. I think that means he's going to take care of it from where he is. He can like do shit remotely. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my
1: god. So we were, we were talking about shopping while fucking, and that's when when uh when I when I lost it. Um, so, uh, Jerry Springer, we've been talking about this for a I while. I know Jerry right?
0: Springer died. Poor guy. I actually, you know, like Jerry Springer was like the comfort that you get when you're like, you know, 10 year old, like, and you're, so, oh, you're, you're, you're older than me. So this didn't happen for you, but you're 10 year old, you're homesick, And like Jerry Springer is what you got, you know? And like, it's like, that's like, so it like reminds me of like not being in
1: school. <laughs> and what, one of the things I liked about him is when people would, would confront him and say, your show is garbage. He'd say, huh. I know. <laughs> nah. He never claimed that there was any socially redeeming value to his to show, show whatsoever. <laughs> you know, the only thing that, that, that uh, really bothers me about the whole thing... Is that the guy, you know, he was on television for like 30 years. He served as a mayor of a small town. I don't know. He he served in politics for... Te- he he was working for a long time. He retired one year before he died. He, like
0: Yeah, retiring can be really bad for you.
1: And so anyway, my brother refers to him in this song, Gay Not Gay. And you, starts, do you think
0: he didn't get like? Do you think he didn't get to like live his life, or you're saying like he? I think
1: he deserved a longer retirement. Yeah, I, I think he deserved more time to just fucking chill the fuck out and do whatever the hell he wanted, and not be on television every single day and the grind that that must be. And I know, uh, but some
0: people they need it, and like they they die because of it
1: because they don't have it anymore.
0: Yeah, like they're they it starts to shut down, and like you know, like yeah, some people like really can't handle retirement
1: yeah 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 i think paul mccartney has said something along the lines you know when people ask you know when when, when are you gonna when are you gonna retire and he's like he has no plan know, to yeah
0: yeah like, he was like, like when i die like <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> so my brother has been uh actually questioning his whole gay not gay thing and here's here's how his the lyrics start he goes i saw an episode of the jerry sprigger show and the topic was transvestites and the men and the men who love them, and the guy was on with his, and he puts it in quotes, girlfriend, and he was saying to me, "This is a beautiful woman. She's got your a perfect put, body." Y- your brother put girlfriend in quotes. Yes.
0: What? Yes. Your brother's offensive, and also transvestite is not the right word anymore.
1: Oh, there's so much wrong with revisiting <laughs> this now. And he was saying, "Quote to me, this is a beautiful woman. She's got a perfect body, beautiful blonde hair, everything." Everything. I love her. I love making love to her. Now I ask you, does this make me gay? And John writes, Most of the audience thought so, and so did I. I think it it
0: it sort of might that's I think that's what everyone's problem is with me, is they still want to fuck me and now I'm fucking with their like um now I'm fucking with their like idea of their straightness. And that's like why people are getting so upset with me.
1: Well, John has been rethinking it and he's, and he has said, you know, maybe I was wrong. If maybe it doesn't, maybe it doesn't make you gay. If the person that, if this woman, if this woman identifies as a woman and they're together as a man and a woman, then no. But, but is it, does it make people get, the men who fuck me gay? One, Does it fucking matter?
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's the point. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking (laughs) matter. I don't think it really makes him gay, but I think like, because I still have a pussy, but it's so complicated. It's so complex. Like, it depends on what you think gay is. Is gay like just about a dick or is gay about like, because I don't have a dick, you know what I mean? But, or is gay about like... Like the way, like the the stereotypical things a man does and the stereotypical things a woman does, you
1: know. All right, let's revisit gay not gay, and you and I will will determine. We'll, We're not we'll, going to get the answer. We'll to give this. our opinion. Okay. <laughs> so he says discussing sex with a guy is gay. It's discussing discussing sex with a guy, is I kind gay. of agree with that because if you're talking, if you're in a bar and you're talking to a guy and you're like. Yeah, this woman, she was sucking my dick, and she was doing I've heard this a lot thing of men- with her tongue. I think there's only one step away from him going, you know, drop your pants, let me just show you.
0: No, I mean, like, I feel like I'm in the poly scene, like, so long, like, people would just show their, they would show, like, their friends how, like, good their girls are at having sex, and, like, they're not necessarily gay. Like, they're, they're very straight, a lot of the men in the poly scene. Like, that's also a criticism of the poly scene, is how straight they are. But, like, um, they, I don't know, I don't know, I, I'm gonna say not gay, not gay.
1: Okay, discussing sex with a woman is straight. Even telling a woman sometimes I wonder what it would be like to suck a cock is straight.
0: It might be straight because like men always use this to like they're lying, like they don't really wonder. But actually, like a lot of men tell me like they have sucked a cock, and that might be gay. But but not, but saying you think about it isn't gay. No, it's not gay. Like everybody thinks about a lot of things, not gay.
1: Sports are gay. Yeah, sports
0: are gay. Sports are gay. Sports are the gayest thing, like, the gayest thing that, like, I've ever seen.
1: Especially contact sports. Especially football. Especially football. Uh, Unless you're the only guy on both teams, in which case it's straight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jibs are always gay because afterwards in the locker room you're showering with guys, and that's gay. I disagree there. And...
0: I, I don't think gyms are gay No Gyms like are pretty Like I, I don't think Your brother spent Like enough time in the gym To like know If gyms are gay or Good not Good point <laughs> right? do And that's not a b- Body shaming That's just like I know him And I know he doesn't Spend any time in the gym
1: Watching <laughs> pornography alone Is neutral Like eating a sandwich It is neither Straight nor gay Watching porn alone Is neither straight nor gay Okay neutral Watching pornos With one or more Other guys in the room No matter how many Other women are also In the room Is gay But does he mean straight porn or like what type of porn does he mean? Watching porn, even gay porn with one or more women, other women only. If you're watching gay porn only with other women. Straight. That's straight. That's straight. Yeah, because
0: they're trying to show they're cool with it. They're like trying to, you know what I mean?
1: Got to agree with that one. Yep. Mm -hmm. Here's an interesting one. He says kissing a gay guy on the cheek or letting him kiss you on the cheek is neutral as long as the guy is out of the closet. Hugging and or kissing a straight guy is gay. I disagree. I disagree. Your brother's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, see, look, I'm not, I, I know I'm homophobic, but not about gay guys. They don't bother me at all. It's straight guys who don't know they're gay. They fuck my shit right up. They fuck
0: up. me up, too. Yeah, They fuck me up, too. I'm I hate on that them. one. I hate them. I hate them. Straight guys who don't know they're gay. Yep. Those men are the worst. I don't mind. Like anybody, but those people.
1: And he gives a good example. He goes, I don't like,
0: mind straight men, actually. I don't mind straight men. I like straight men. I just, I just mind um, gay gay guys who don't know they're straight. Yeah, or they do know, and they're even more homophobic because they don't want anyone else to know.
1: And he gives an example. He goes, like a guy calls me up and he says, "Hey, a bunch of us guys, we're gonna sit around in our underwear and watch the football game and drink beer and eat chips and you know maybe wrestle each other. Just us guys. You want to come over? Yeah. Yeah. He goes, gay. and I'm like, no, that's, that's gay. fucking gay. <laughs> He goes, okay, you got a guy sucking your dick. Even if he's dressed like a beautiful woman, even if he's got the best breast implants you've ever seen, even if you're saying to him, "Suck it, bitch! I know you like it, you slut, you whore." This is so. This is so goes, trans. That's gay. This is so. That's
0: so transphobic. The that's way
1: transphobic he, now. That,
0: that's transphobic the way that See? he did it. Like, it, yep. like, but we played that song on the radio, so it's like it's not. I'm not pulling on your brother. I like your brother. Like, I'm just saying, like, it, like nowadays you would not say that. Like, your brother would not say that anymore
1: conversely, he says, if a woman straps on a dildo and you're dressed like a woman and you're sucking her cock and she's saying, you like it, don't you? You like sucking my dick, you little faggot. And then she rolls you over and fucks you in the ass and says, you love it, you little pussy boy. You love getting fucked in the ass. I'll bet you wish I was a man. I bet you wish this was a real cock, you fucking faggot. And you're getting off on this like you've never gotten off ever before. That's still straight. Nope. I disagree. I disagree. But then if you go off to the bar and discuss this or any other sexual experience with guys, that's gay. (laughs) Now, if you go with the logic with his gay, not gay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Here's the most interesting one. Sucking a guy's cock can, under rare circumstances, be straight. Let's say you've gotten into a betting game with a woman, and the bet is that whoever loses has to be the other one's sex slave for the entire night. You know, the kind of shit that happens in penthouse forum all the time. And you lose, and the woman makes you have sex with another guy. That's not gay. I don't know exactly why, but it isn't. And there is gay, not gay. Because you're doing it for the woman. And we have some... Uh, some uh, if you do
0: something just for the woman, it's not gay. Like, if a woman makes you have sex with a man, like, it's not gay, because it's just like you're doing it for the woman's approval.
1: And Calvin, I must be gay as fuck since I hug all my guy friends. <laughs> uh, some, here are a few from Rachel, just when we started out. It threw me for a loop for a second. I thought I was a lesbian, and then you were a guy, and I still <laughs> wanted you, but no, it doesn't matter to me anymore, ha, 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 the gay or not gay, and then she asked, MMA is gay. You know, my therapist said to me,
0: like, she said, like, you're straight, you know, and I was I was so offended, I was like, no, I'm, like, I'm not straight, like, she was like, you're in, like, a straight relationship, and I was like, it's not like that. <laughs> I got so upset, I was like, I'm not straight. <laughs> That was a funny laugh. Remember that time that I was like woke up to my own laugh on the radio, and we were playing the radio station, and like I woke up to it, and I was like, "Who has that annoying laugh?" <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "That's you. That's you." I like the new signs in in, in this place. So, yeah, the especially, place especially the one really, out there. The hey kids. Good.
1: We've only got like three minutes left. Coming up next on Radio Free Brooklyn is The Circuit with Courtney Love. She's here in the studio right now getting ready to drop some tunes for you. I can't believe that we're almost done.
0: And you only gave 40%. And I only
1: gave 40%.
0: I actually like you at forty percent.
1: You like me at forty percent.
0: Yeah, I like you at forty percent. It's actually calmer. It's nice. Like you at hundred percent is like wild. Like I can't. I remember that day. I was like, slow down. Like this is crazy.
1: You were like, you were like, yeah. We were playing a song, and you were like, you're just like too much trying to get to the notes. Can you just fucking have a conversation? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: We're not gonna have time for this whole song, but I wanted to play this song called "Apple of My Eye" by Badfinger. It's from the 1973 album entitled Ass. (laughs) And it was the last single that was released by uh, Apple Studios. Um, And uh, any closing remarks? Nope, I got nothing. Hey, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Rachel, for uh, tuning in and for your feedback. Thank you, Calvin. For not just your feedback, but for whatever you're doing to fix what I almost (laughs) fucked up on the computer. Thank you all for listening. We will be back next week. You're going to get like uh, about a minute and a half of Apple of My Eye from Badfinger. Show yourself some love. Show some love to others. It is important. And you know that it is.
2: Though inside my heart. I really want to stay. Believe the love we have is so sincere, you know the gift you have will always be You're the apple of my eye, You're the apple of my heart, but now the time has come to part. to make a stand Though we never meant to bite the loving hand And now the time has come to walk alone We were the children Now we're overgrown You're the apple of my eye of the apple of my heart. But now the time has come to.